to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast with me, Chris, and Husky Husky Sam. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> Sam's got a bit of a cold, poor bugger. I'm getting way better. Uh, earlier on in the week, it was pretty terrible. And uh, anyway, we're on to episode 73. 73. Well, it's been a while. It's been going pretty good. And uh, who's our biggest uh, listener base? Uh, the Kiwis, uh, then the US, and then China. China! Way to go, China! Bring in the bronze. Yeah, with about 9.5% of our listeners. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, hello. Um, Considering we don't say anything at all in Chinese. Maybe they're using it as an English language podcast to learn or... They want to come to New Zealand. They want to learn about New Zealand before they come for their trip. Yeah. And we're just full of information. So. Yeah, absolutely. All the best museums to visit. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I went to the museum yesterday, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, Tell of course us about I did. that. I went to the museum yesterday. That was it. No, they got the Da Vinci exhibition on at the moment. Oh, I think I've seen that like years ago because it goes round and round. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so they just had a whole bunch of... It's not as in-depth as I thought it was going to be. They just had a, uh, like a model of this thing that he made or designed and then a little blurb about it. It was pretty good. Yeah, it sounds like they got part of it then. Uh, there was over 50 of them to oh, look okay, at. Maybe. So it's pretty big. But Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm talking crap. Maybe that's happened before, <laughs> just Maybe. once or twice. Yeah, just take uh, everything we say with a grain of salt, do your own research, and uh, don't complain to us. <laughs> Actually, uh, if you do want to complain to us, send us an actual letter, postal, or email to Chris, um, because he'll read it in about 10 years, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> letters do seem to take a while. Although, you know, if you definitely want it to take a while, type on it so it looks like it comes from... Um, you know, a, a company, institute. a bank, or a government agency. That's true. Then I'll just leave that forever. Because they're never important. No, that's right. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to have some coffee. I'm half asleep because I got home at one o'clock this morning after doing lots of driving. Unfortunately, because I was doing lots of driving, I did a lot of drinking. But we had a birthday party for my friend Jeff Penny, a.k.a. Ratty. And uh, it was his 40th, and he'd been keeping it real quiet. But we knew a while ago that it was his 40th, and we had sorted out this uh, surprise party up in Auckland. It was really cool. We organized one of the boys to come back from uh, Melbourne, and the original plan was that um, they'd invite him for a quick mountain bike ride, and then everybody would show up mountain biking because he's into that. Um, and then I was going to probably turn up a bit later for the party. However, Raddy uh, put a spanner in the works by um, pu- uh, rupturing all the tendons to his bicep, uh, last week so he had surgery just two days ago and um, it was up to me to get him to Auckland he didn't really want to go anywhere I told him that I needed him in a film <laughs> and he had to play a beaten up heavy which looked good and he he actually re- he actually um, called to cancel yesterday and I just pushed yeah it sounds I'm like, like you, dude you owe me yeah it sounds dude. like you uh, put the pressure on quite a bit and and you know you got the result I got the result. It was quite good. We drove up there. He actually slept most of the way up there. And uh, we got. he goes, oh, Jake's place is up near here. I'm like, oh, is it? Oh, because I haven't been to his new place. I went to his old place. He goes, oh, wow, it's really, it's just around the corner. Oh, is it? I turn around the corner. He goes, it's just here. I go, that's good. 
you're playing games, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, so that was good. That was really cool. But yeah, he was he was pretty knackered by um, one a.m. Uh, well, eleven eleven p.m. when we left. Um, so uh, yeah. So, but it was a good night. Great night. Anyway, nobody really cares about that, do they? Yes, they do. They do. They <laughs> hang on every word of that amazing story. Ah, uh, yes. But, but the yeah, ra- I can be sneaky. That is the that is the. Take, that's the takeaway from that. That's if you need away. some sneaky plans, Chris can help you out with that. I'm actually really good with those. I'm really good with the intricate, sneaky stuff generally. Yes. Um, quick wrap up for the week. Last weekend, I went to Rainbow's End. Yep. Almost forgot about that. It was really good. Uh, started feeling funny after that. Thought that's that was from a result from Rainbow's End, but had a cold, I think, then. All oh, right, right. Uh, rest of the week, nothing really. What about you? You've had all sorts of. So I've had uh, two TEDx workshops with the speakers. That's been my big thing this uh, week. Uh, last Sunday, um, after we recorded the podcast, obviously, and Thursday, looking really good. The speakers are really cool. Great bunch of people. Very, very smart. And uh, gelling well, and it's going to be a great um, time working with them towards TEDx Recura 30th July. Yes, and as well as that, you've put together your, I don't know what's called, Fill me in. Speaking and presenting workshop. So there we go, workshop. I, I have got a free ticket to TEDx Queenstown. I have never been to Queenstown. I am excited. I have no money. <laughs> so in so, Chris's... Uh, so my genius plan is to run a uh, speaking and presenting workshop, which I know quite a bit about, and which is what I do for uh, TEDx Rukura, obviously. Um, so I'm doing a one-day workshop in two weeks' time in Hamilton here on the 2nd of April, so just less than two weeks. Um, and uh, that will be $149. One day it'll teach you how to prepare a really good talk or a presentation if it's corporate, how to talk up in meetings and get your ideas across and not have them just ignored. Just yell at people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my tip. No, you just laugh maniacally until they shut up and pay attention. It works uh, for me every time. Okay. No, 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 it's not that. So, um, so yeah, if you know anybody that's interested in the Waikato to come along to that or you're interested yourself, uh, you can go to chrishanlon, all one word, dot nz slash presenting dash workshop. Excellent. Or you'll just see some of the stuff on social media. It'll be a lot easier to find the link. Um, and I'm looking to do another one the following week on the around the 8th or 9th or something uh, in Auckland. But I'm looking for a venue. So if you are in Auckland and you know of a venue, cheap or preferably free, uh, <laughs> I can do that. And if you can suss us out with a free venue, you get a free ticket. How's that? Because that's, that's more than fair. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that's me. That's my big pitch. But um, I, I want to go to Queenstown. I've never been to Queenstown. Awesome. I've never been to Queenstown. Oh. Okay. Sorry. And and I keep yeah. No, I'm not going at all. So <laughs> fine. You've got something on. Did you uh, say? No. Yes. Oh no, that's right. You're going to a week la- a week later. I'm a in Christchurch. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Um, did we hear this week? Mayor, or last week, actually, because this has been... We transferred it over. Yeah, Meerkat has called it quits. They're like, Which nah. one was Meerkat? Meerkat was the other Periscope that I never actually got into. That was the... W- yeah, that, that was, was the one Vaughn Davis and all those guys jumped on and went, Ah, oh, Meerkat's going to be amazing. But you know what killed it? Lack of, du- uh, lack of user base? Yeah. So Periscope utilised Twitter... Yes. And so you already you already signed up. 
people who are already in your Twitter network, which was for most people reasonably established, um, could see that you're on there. So they would just click. It was simple and it uh, integrated. So that's the key. If you are doing anything in the tech space, particularly as long as social media style side of things, you have to be integrated um, really well with uh, an existing uh, social media and and in order for the people to really leverage that. Yep, to bring the crowds and um, yeah. Very good. Um, so that's uh, that's my little meerkat thing. So I thought it was interesting. I've got a tip of the week here. Yeah. Um, if you're going for a $1 billion bank heist and you're hacking the bank, uh, like maybe Scorpio and his amazing team of <laughs> ragtag. Um, I've been watching that program. It's, it's actually really entertaining, oh. except that I keep thinking of Walter O'Brien. I watched, the real one being such a dick. I watched, another, like, I watched another episode yesterday and I was just like, oh. <laughs> so you kind of keep watching them, right? Yeah, well, there's 22 episodes in a season. Oh, my God. I know. There's, how, there's only so many times they can save the world. Uh, anyway. You, you, you think. Yeah. He's t- a genius. He can probably think up more. That's right. <laughs> Tip of the week is uh, you spell check uh, when you're trying to do a billion oh, yeah, yeah. dollar. So, so what happened? A spelling mistake in an online bank transfer instruction helped prevent a $1 billion bank heist involving the Bangladesh Central Bank and the New York Federal Reserve Bank. So they, uh, yeah, did a typo and it got picked up by one of the, um, they misspelled foundation. They put foundation. And the routing bank, one of the Dutch banks, uh, seek clarification from the Bangladeshian Central Bank and they stopped the transaction. That's how close they were. Whoa. Yeah, so. Oh, man. Keep that in mind, guys. A billion dollars. Somebody in Bangladesh. Do you know how far a billion dollars would go in Bangladesh, for God's sakes? Oh, no, I think it was a billion US. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Do you know oh, how sorry. Much a billion yeah, yeah, US yeah. would go in, in Bangladesh. You'd you know, they'd be like. Country. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty impressive. Wow. You almost, you almost wish they get away with some of that shit. Yeah, well, they, But then again, if they do, nobody tells, right? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, so they, they probably have done it a few times, and this time they got a bit lazy and spelt it wrong. Uh, you'd only have to do it once. You wouldn't want to do it twice. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? It's hard to tell what these hackers want to be doing. Um, now, if you you haven't been to uni, have you? No. No, I, well, never, I, I never went to no, uni. No, no. I, I, I always think everybody else has, but I haven't. But um, no, I never went to uni. No, I never know what I'm doing in life. But but there was this um there was this uh, story this week about you know it's terrible. Um, the Herald was on the side of the university for um censoring or getting rid of this woman out of lecture class because she was breastfeeding in the lecture and it was distracting other students now i'm not stupid i'm you know reasonably smart if i went to uni i'd be taking real advantage of learning something and listening to somebody who's smarter than me that'd be cool I don't think it would distract me at all if somebody was ha- breastfeeding the baby. In I know. Fact, we, I don't think I'd even notice. You I wouldn't, wouldn't notice. You, you wouldn't notice anything like that. But we were talking about this the other day. Uh, th- this isn't nothing new. This has happened for many years. Other universities have places that they allow it. They have things set up or whatever. And I said the only reason it would be like crazy to ban it is if she jumped up, whipped her top off, waved him around a bit, and then like stuck a baby on it. In the middle of the lecture hall. But yeah. if she's just sitting there, flop one out, feed the baby, who yeah. cares? 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, completely agree with you. In, in this in this world of, you know, oh, that's an unnatural. Like, there is probably nothing more natural than feeding a baby. Like, nothing. Nothing. And I just can't understand why people have a problem with it. There's some pretty repressed uh, f- people out there. That's all I can say. Yes, thank ex- you for that. I'm going to have ex- to bleep that somewhere now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to have to bleep, bleep my um, profanities. Sorry. Oops. But I was yep. getting passionate. You are. Are you passionate about building bombs? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if, you, if you are, the Pentagon wants to buy that bomb you're building in the garage. Really? Yeah, so DARPA... So, so the virtual assistancing bombs are outsourcing. Yeah, they would award money to people who can turn consumer electronics, household chemicals, 3D printed parts, cheap drones, or other commercially available technology into the next improvised weapon. So are you sure it's DARPA and not ISIS pretending to be DARPA? No, they wouldn't do that. I mean, but I you, would. But you, <laughs> but, so there's three phases. You have to go through the rounds. So first, you've got to submit a plan for the prototype, and if they like it, or rather find it rather terrifying enough, they'll give you $40,000. Then, a small number of those participants get selected to go into phase two, where they're allowed to build their device Ooh. with $70,000 more in possible funding. The top candidates will go on to a final phase for more in-depth analysis of their invention or system, and a big military demo of how your device or system could give the military a very bad day. Oh, so, I like it. I just want to blow something up now. I really wish. <laughs> I, I know. I know that they can't, but they should make a TV show out of it. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, maybe. Well, okay, they maybe, can't because I show everyone how to make. Something. Maybe. Maybe we can. Ah, uh, we don't have to show them how. They they do plenty of things in casinos where they don't show you how, but they yeah, it's still entertaining. Uh yeah. Okay. So, uh, what else have we got? Um. <laughs> What are your What are your thoughts on Indiana Jones Five? Is it is Indiana? It Indiana. Indiana. Where are you from? I I sp- I speak English. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Indi- oh, in American is in Indiana, isn't Indiana. it? Indiana. Yeah, sorry, but I'm not American. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, interesting. A 78 year old Harrison Ford. Is that what he's going to be then? Something or? like that. I don't think he's going to be doing much. He'll just be in a vehicle or in the background. He'll he'll just. Yeah, I'd, who knows? They'll put his head on a younger actor, won't they? Oh, actually, yeah, they could do that. <laughs> they can do all sorts Just of crap map it now. to someone else's face. Yeah. Um. So I no, I I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, I loved Indiana Jones. They got stupider and stupider, of course. Like the first one and and the Temple of Doom were all right. Yeah. Um. After that, not so much. Um. Even though I like Sean Connery. Yes. Um. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sort of I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm torn on. You'll this still one. go see it. I probably will. I probably will. Oh, did you? Hear, so Argentina uh, this week uh, sunk a uh, fishing vessel, uh, an illegal Chinese fishing vessel. So it was a trawler illegally f- uh, fishing in Argentinian waters. Uh, they gave it some um, instructions to heave to. It ran. They blew it out of the water. Well, sunk it. I assume it. they seized it first, or did they just? No, they 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 sunk it and then rescued four crew. I think oh, the right. rest died. Um, oh, okay, as you do. The well, you know, it's a navy. This is this is what gets me. Like people get upset about that. It's a freaking navy. It's what they're supposed to do. It's what they're trained to do. Let them do their job. I don't have a problem with it. Anyway, there's a lot of people going. Well, New Zealand should do that. We should. St-. 
We don't it's have like, any boats, do we? Well, A, we don't, probably don't have the boats. B, uh, do we really want to piss off China? Really? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But what I think we do need is to be able to do something to these boats that would give them a severe economical financial ha- hardship. Um, now, my initial thought, which is maybe not very uh, realistic, would be to like fire an EMP at them, just fry all their electrics. Um, I assume a diesel engine will still work without the electrics. So I may be wrong. So if it does, then they would have to um, steam to port to get fixed, which would cost them a crap load of money. You do that a few times, the fishermen, because it's all economics, will fish elsewhere. Yeah, but we can't upset them because they've got the pandas. They've got the pandas and John Key's still having a fetish about them this week. Yeah, but um, John Key's not going to be in long. But So uh, the Seven Sharp team asked Jack Black if they could pull some strings and get New Zealand a panda in exchange for a Kiwi. John Key chimed in on Twitter and he says, Jack, have I got the deal for you? Two pandas for two Kiwi and I'll throw in a set of steak knives. John Key's a legend. He's so funny. I like him. Whoever runs his account is funny. <laughs> no, I do like John Key. I think he's pretty good. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's probably not John Key that said that because he actually isn't that funny. He would say something stupid, wouldn't he? He might be funny, but I don't know if he's that quick at yeah. humour. How's that? Yeah, I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Um, which, you didn't have to be too quick on Twitter, you know. You reply when you reply. True. Yeah, especially if you've got such a high profile. Yeah, but that's cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you reckon? Uh, is there something we can do to the, the illegally fishing boats that would cause them to cost them a bunch of money the without <sighs> without risking the lives of the crew? Because that's what China would get upset about, I think. If, if all we did was cost them money, then China can't get too upset because they are illegal. But, you know, killing or endangering the crew, that's, you know, that's, that's trouble. So the guy I work with is right into fishing and protecting um, recreational fishing spots from the commercial guys. And we had a big talk about it the other day, and I may have glazed over a bit in the eyes as he was talking <laughs> to me. But yep. the thing is, the commercial areas are massive, right? So a lot of them probably aren't illegally fishing. They're fishing where they're allowed to. He was telling me because he has heated debates with the MPs and writes them. Um, he said the last time he submitted them a 40-page report to explain why they were wrong. And part of the reason is some of the areas, they don't even know what the fish stock is, and the MP in charge doesn't think he they need to know how many fish are there. Um, he said the last time they did something was in, like, 1976, and that's the data they use now. Oh, my God, that is ludicrous. On, on top of that, a lot of the people that make the regulations and rules are all on the board of directors for most of the large fishing companies in New Zealand. So they're all getting backhanders for that. And they're currently in talks with island nations to get the whole fishing rights for the whole area around it. This guy's had to contact all the chiefs and whoever they are on these islands and say, look... They, they, they'll give you some money, which is really good, but they're going to strip, and pillage your, strip your, it all your, out. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, all sorts of crazy. Did you see, on slightly connected terms, um, 
Leonardo DiCaprio threw in five million to the Seychelles thing for that same thing. It's a debt relief um, fund so that they can make part of their waters, um, what do you call it, national reserve? But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. International reserve or whatever. So it can't be fished. Oh, right. Um, you know, like the islanders, I think, themselves can fish it, which is there's so few of them that's not going to make any impact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, no more commercial fishing. And that, I guess, is to combat exactly what you're saying, where, where um, people are tr- paying for the rights so they can strip it back um, to uh, speed up the um, decline of the human race on this planet. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you see in the news that jackass-style killer uh, sentenced to nine years for shooting friend? Did you hear anything no, about that? No, not at all. I'm waiting to hear from you about this. <laughs> so this dude... Goes, oh, no, let's shoot a video. We'll be famous. Here, I'm going to put on this bulletproof vest and you shoot it. <laughs> Ooh. He shot a little too high and killed him. A little? Uh, but was it like a full vest? Who I knows? have no idea. Didn't have pictures. But it's, it did hit him in the chest. Yeah. But it hit him higher in the chest. So I don't know whether that particular vest just had one plate yeah, in it yeah. or something like that. You know, I, I mean, I'm. I'm not a bulletproof vest expert. I have no idea well, really the, how they work. The one I've seen is it's like a whole vest, but the plate is basically just to protect your heart, like a top bit. Yeah. So there's like a whole bunch of places places you can get hit. Yeah. But yeah. so they hit it. He he shot him and killed him, and he's been he's doing nine years, which is pretty. Um, it's quite lenient, isn't it, for them? I don't know. I suppose it's. Sort of lenient. It's sort of pretty hard too. Like you shot your mate, you'd be pretty screwed in the head, I would think. You know, well, no, they're probably screwed in the head to begin with. But you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah I don't know. Nine years seems a lot. Um, On a happier note, have you heard of the game Sneaky Cards? Sneaky Cards. No. Play it forward. I'm going to get a set, and uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, uh, so, are we talking something along the lines of Cards Against Humanity? No, we're talking about a car- whole bunch of cards and they make you do stuff with random people in real life. Your mission, should you choose to accept to become a secret agent of joy, spreading art and intrigue and an unsuspecting public inside each box as an interactive scavenger hunt that will inspire creativity and reward audacity. Take a selfie with a stranger, create a collaborative doodle. Um, so what, you pull a card out of the box in the morning before you go out? Yeah, but I think you're, you're play- you have a bunch of you doing it. So you pick a card and you go try and get the points. Okay, so if any listeners in the Waikato want to join us on this, what we might do is we could, if we, if and I'm serious, if you want to play the game, if if and when we get it, um, what we could do is we'll have a phone number tree, and we'll text you or we'll do it on um, you know social media or something, and we'll go your card for today is this, and we'll we'll pick cards for us all, including yeah. us. I'm actually just thinking what we should do is we should set up a Twitter account and just call it like Sneaky Hamilton. And we could just publish it to it, and then people can reply with them doing it. Maybe something. That'd be cool. That'd be, right, That'd eh? be cool. And It'd be a little s- bit like the old secret Santa. It could be. I know. I'm looking for something that's like that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I don't have enough things Because, yeah, the go. you don't have anything much. Hey, how's your pumpkin ramp? Did you check it out? No, I'm checking out Monday. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, my blisters. I'm still wearing jandals, man. Um, this is over uh, a week now. Oh, no. Dude, actually, killing me. Do you, I was at work yesterday and I just looked at my finger and there was like this massive blister on my finger. Have no idea what it was from at all, from nothing. It was great. 
Oh, it'd be something hot. Probably hot. Hot? Uh, like the frying pan or something. No, this is at work. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so but you, you would have done it before you went to work, is what yeah. I mean. But yeah. Okay. All right. So um, <coughs> what do we got coming up? Oh, have we have we finished our list of, of things? Oh, you got Dick Smith being sold off, finally. Yeah, that's, that's pretty old. They've got $1.8 million worth of their own branded TVs coming into the country this week to get put in their stores, and no one wants to buy the Dick Smith branded crap. I mean stuff. But Coogan will sell it. Coogan will sell it. Oh, Good. Well, have you seen his website? It's like a munted AliExpress clone. That's all it is. It's just a bunch of crap. Yeah, yeah. And he only bought Dick Smith for the customer base and hoping it that says in the sell, it uh, buy more from um, other yeah. distributors. It says at the bottom, because you've, you've got to the, I don't know if you're on the, you're not on Dick Smith mailing list there. No. Nah. You've got to the 22nd to remove your name. I just did it before. And it said in this newspaper article, you've got to the 22nd to remove yourself before he starts hammering your inbox. So he must send who, like. Who, who, who sent that email out? No, that was the story from the Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, oh right. Okay, I was going to go. It's, geez, somebody's, somebody's no, no. sabotaging the mailing list. Oh, yeah. He'll, yeah, he'll, whoo. That'd be pretty hard. Uh, this week, coming up, well, in about an hour, I've got my daughter's birthday party. We're going bowling. Woohoo! And Jump then. bowling. Yes. Hey, don't, I never told you about the 10-pin bowling place in Wellington, eh? No. Go. Went, there's a 10-pin bowling place in Wellington. Went there, walk in, and there's a Massive bar. It's like a bar with a bowling alley more than anything. Now, that's what they have in the States, right? Because that's why people go bowling in the States. Uh, yeah. Not for the bowling. So <laughs> I the think bar. there was only, I want to say, 10 lanes. And in the middle of the lanes was this huge area that had pool tables and tables and stuff. So it was like split, which was cool. And then when you bowled... Instead of the arm coming down and clearing the pins, this curtain dropped down. And I was like, oh, that's different. And then the pins would be set up and you'd bowl and it was all good. But one time the pins got stuck. And how it actually, because I couldn't work out how they had this bit in the middle and were breaking the lanes and why they'd split their machinery. Yeah. Because normally they're all one to whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And... The system, basically, all the pins had a piece of string tied to the top of them. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, it just picks them up. And so... Um, and that's the first time I'd come across that. I, I played league, um, Tempin Bowling League, in uh, Wellington at a bo- Tempin Bowling place that had the pins on pneumatic strings. Uh, it was a lot different, though, because you set the pins yourself, and you had the buttons uh, in the shape of the triangle. Yeah, oh, and okay. you had to press the ones, and it would go, and they'd all get up, and then you get some tangled around, and they yeah. spin off. It's a crap way of doing it. Seems like, like a strange really system. Bad. I mean, I did also play in the Hutt Valley when I was much younger, and um, they had little brown feet that would jump down, and little kids that would reset the pins and then jump up. And they just paid kids to reset the pins. This is, you're showing your age here, Chris. I know, it was hilarious. Man, that's like 60 years ago. Screw <laughs> right. you. Anyway, we better wrap this up almost. Yeah, um, yeah. All the show notes and everything is at thechristensandpodcast.com. Yeah, we'll put a link to my workshop there. <laughs> yes, we will. I'll promote that on the Twitter. Because when I mentioned that you did the content marketing thing, heaps of people retweeted that and saved that. 
Yeah, yeah. So all, oh, all those cool. other crazy content marketers out there. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, that's cool. So I uh, really appreciate uh, you guys uh, supporting us and helping us and listening to us. Let us know if there's anything you want to hear from this uh, podcast, anything you or burning questions you have about Sam and I's absolutely personal life. Um, no, you don't. Um, <laughs> lives. Lives. Um, no, you have a life, I don't. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, follow us on Twitter at yes. Chris and Sam Pod. Sounds good. Or Facebook, The Chris and Sam Podcast. Or, of course, the website, thechrisandsampodcast.com. Yes. And uh, hopefully next week I'm feeling a bit better. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back into Chris's stack of mail. Look at this Westpac one. Look at, look at, look at this one. Oh, no. I think, I, I'm sure there were more interesting ones we actually chucked out that we should have saved. I know, I know. So I was thinking most of these are all bank ones. Damn it. See? First Credit Union, Kiwi Bank, Westpac, and something which may be ID or something. How, how long has Kiwi Bank been around? Oh, ages. Yeah, because I was one of the first customers. What so do they call you? Yeah, my brother-in-law was too. No, founding, foundation. Yeah, you customer. have that on your card, eh? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that'll be how old potentially that letter is, uh, although it might just be a year or two. Who knows? Anyway, excitement plus I know we're going to have to um, contain our excitement <laughs> for a week. All right. Uh, we'll catch you next time. See Bye. Ya. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.